Hey everybody and welcome back to Steve's NRL 40 Tips for Season 2023. I'm your host, Stephen Westaway. I'm so glad to be here for the fourth year of the podcast. That's right, we've been going for three whole years before this season. I'm back for year four. It's been a long off-season. I've watched plenty of cricket, NFL, NHL, but there is nothing in the world, no sport in the world, quite like the great game of rugby league and you know, we're only nine days away from the start of the 2023 Telstra Premiership season. The World Cup was only a few months ago, but it seems like an eternity ago. We're almost two full months into 2023. Fox Sports has been showing all every all of the 17 teams' trials, and I hope you guys have had a chance to check out some of them. Usually, you know, they're not the best indicator for a team's chances of success during the regular season, but it's a good chance to check out exactly how your team's traveling in the off-season and, you know, see some of the young up-and-comers that are going to be the future of the greatest game of all. So, you know, over the next nine days, I'm going to be looking at every team in the NRL and previewing their season with Steve's season previews. Can the Penrith Panthers go three championship years in a row, three premierships in a row? That is the question. Of course, they won the 2021 NRL Premiership by beating the South Sydney Rabbitohs. Last year, they backed it up by beating the Parramatta Eels in the Grand Final. They've been almost unstoppable for two years, but St. Helens had a huge upset and became the world champions on Saturday night in the World Club Challenge, upsetting the Penrith Panthers 13-12. to During the course of these season previews, we're going to be looking at the pre-season form. I'm going to be... You know, looking at the team's best 17 players and some of their outside of that squad in their top 30. I'm going to be looking at the fixtures, how I think they're going to finish, and ultimately previewing their season as a whole. So I'm looking forward to it before we get to today's uh, season preview, which is the West Tigers, last year's Wooden Spooners. Don't forget, please remember to go subscribe, whether you guys listen to your favorite podcast, whether it be on Spotify, Anchor, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, we're everywhere. You guys listen to your favorite podcast. I'm hoping that this year is going to be the biggest year of the podcast. Yet I'm hoping to have brand new guests on this year to preview all the latest action. Some more content, some higher quality content, and some higher quality entertainment for you guys to listen to each and every week as we preview every round of the 2023 NRL Telstra Premiership. So today we're going to be looking at the West Tigers and what I think they're capable of in 2023. But before we get to their 2023 season, I think it's important to go back and look at their 2022 year. And that's right, today we're going to be previewing the Tigers 2023. But 2022 was a disaster of a year for the West Tigers. And all you fans out there know the story. The last 10 plus years has been nothing short of a failure for the folks at Concord there. You guys haven't made the finals, the West Tigers, since 2011 that premiership in 2005, and now 18 years ago, it seems like an eternity ago, 2022 saw the departure of Michael Maguire, and without him, the Tigers only went on to win one more game. They won four games total in 2022. Brett Morley came in and did his best as the interim coach, but they are boosted by the return of Tim Sheens. He came back as football manager last year. He saw the crisis and the shape that the club was in, and, you know, between him and the board, they organized a plan, and that will be Tim Sheens will use his experience to coach the West Tigers for the next two seasons before, in 2025, Benji Marshall becomes the head coach with his main assistant, Robbie Farrar. So, for the first time in a long time, the West Tigers have a plan for the future. We'll see how it affects their season this year, and, you know, 
as they build these young players and get them some more experience and you know their recruitment has been great this year it'll be interesting to see if this club can finally become a powerhouse once again but yeah in 2022 as i said they only won four games the west tigers it was four wins 20 losses when michael mcguire left in round 14 they lost 11 out of their next 12 games um they had the worst attack in the nrl they only averaged 14.6 points per game they conceded 28 points a game um for the second worst defense of the year so a lot of things to improve at the Tigers. Last year was a write-off. So was the last 10 years, but it truly is the new beginning at the club. And this year is going to be crucial to determine where this club sits in the next five years. It's all going to start this year. They've got to start from the ground up. They've recruited well, as I mentioned, and we'll get into that in a moment. But the leaders at the club need to step up, nurture these young guys. Tim Sheens is one of the best coaches you know, of all time, and he's also the best at getting the most out of up and one of the best, anyway, at getting the most out of young guns and up-and-comers in the NRL. So with his, I guess, overall experience over the last 30, 40 years of coaching, along with Benji Master and Robbie Farrow, who, you know, they were a part of the Tigers' last premiership in 2005, they have that modern-day kind of playing experience. They can add their expertise as well. And I think it's truly an exciting time to be a West Tigers fan. If you look and go to their 2023 and look at their signings that they've made this season, I mean... Some key additions in this side, there's no doubt about it. And, you know, some of the biggest ones, um, obviously their brand new captain, who they named last week, Appy Horacea, comes into the club. I know that he had some controversial comments after the 2022 Grand Final, but he seems focused and he seems like he wants to be a part of the future here at the West Tigers. He's joined by John Bateman, who comes back to the NRL after, you know, a, I believe it was a a three-year stint back in England. Um, he comes from the Wigan Warriors until the end of 2026. David Clemmer is over from the Newcastle Knights, and he wants to prove that he's still got some of his best football ahead of him. They're also joined by Isaiah Papalihi, probably the form second rower in the competition in 2022. is the outstanding for the Parramatta Eels, and I know that he had some second thoughts about coming from the club, but um, with him, Sion Fananu, Will Smith, Charlie Staines, Brennan Wakeham, they've truly got some key men coming in, you know, to plug some holes that obviously the club have had over the past few years. There's some outside 17 players that I mentioned there, but also players like Will Smith and Charlie Staines determined, um, I guess, to maintain their NRL career and, and find a new beginning because both of them have struggled to be consistent first graders over the past few years. So, you know, they've lost a few of the West Tigers, people like, and players that are quality, like um, Luke Garner, Jackson Hastings is gone, Luciano Leilua, Jacob Little's gone there to the Dragons, Jock Madden's gone, Zane Musgrove, Tyrone Peachy, James Roberts retired, Tamo's gone back up to the Cowboys, Kelma Talangi, um, Luke Garner, Olivia, uh, Oliver Gilded. They've lost plenty of players, but... Um, as I mentioned, it truly feels like a new beginning at the club. And for me, anyway, I find it very exciting um, just to ponder what this season's going to look like for the West Tigers. And it's hard to really predict how they're going to go. I think the start of their season's really important. Um, and we'll get into that at the moment. What I want to do right now is I just want to look at the Tigers predicted 1-17 to according to NRL.com for round one. And obviously, all these sides that I mentioned, they're not going to be the exact round one teams. That will be revealed next Tuesday on Team List Tuesday at 4pm for the first week of the competition. I'll be recording uh, my podcast late Tuesday night and we're going to break down all the Round 1 teams and I'm going to predict every game of the first round of the Tulsa Premiership. Um, and I think that will drop about 6pm next Tuesday, so don't forget to check that out. But the NRL predicted Round 1 team for the West Tigers. They've got Dane Laurie at fullback, 
Norfolk Luma and Charlie Staines. The wingers, Tommy Tellia and Brett Naden. The centres, the halves, Adam Dewey and Luke Brooks. A key year for both of them, man. Dewey just re-signed at the club. Um, while Luke Brooks has it all to prove, he's got contract at the end of the year. And, you know, Tim Sheens and Benji Marshall have really shown a lot of faith in Luke Brooks by continuing to have him as the halfback. He's had a lot of problems over his time at the Tigers. Obviously, they've never played um, finals football with him as the halfback. He's been the scapegoat. There's no doubt about that in the past. But with this new beginning, um, the pressure's on Luke Brooks to perform and, and play to the best of his ability in 2023. In the forwards, we've got Stefano Ukamanu and David Klemmer, according to the NRL.com, will be the starting props. Abby Corusia, the hooker, the second rolls, the new recruits in Papalihi and John Bateman, and Joe Offiangiahi as the lock. The bench is Simkin, Twal, Pole, and Sean Law. So you look at that side and you look at that forward pack and you go, where? That is a forward pack to be reckoned with. I mean, Stefano Ukamanu was one of, without a doubt, one of the best. Uh, Rookies coming through the system over the past few years. Last year was a breakout year for him, and I hope the Tigers persist with starting this young player because he could be a superstar for the game for the next decade. Having Clemmer next to him adds, you know, some experience, and I think Clemmer's still been producing, um, you know, some good performances over the last two to three years there at Newcastle. But obviously, either he wasn't wanted there or he didn't particularly enjoy being there. So I think a change of scenery will get the best out of Clemmer and perhaps getting back to, you know, his barnstorming best. Papalihi and Bateman, I think, add that destructive um, power on the edges next to the halves. I think they're going to be key recruits and the professionalism of both of those players and how hard that they work on the football field, absolutely crucial uh, to the Tigers season in 2023. And Ovan Gowie, I mean, I think he's one of the most underrated forwards in the competition as well. So without a doubt, in my opinion, the Tigers' strength this season is their forward pack. The outside backs, uh, I think, have a point to prove. I mean, for me, that's probably their weakest part of the side. I mean, it's going to be have to be a big season for the likes of Staines, Naden, Tommy Talia, um, guys like uh, Kapoor, if he manages to get in the side. Same as Junior Tapia, Will Smith, a lot of them have got a lot of potential in the NRL, but we have yet to really seen it for a lot of these guys. Charlie Staines, you know, coming to try to get a fresh start after being really unable to break into the Panthers side for the majority of the last two years. He was a part of their Premiership winning side last year, but you'd like to think that he would like to, you know, really make roots of the Tigers and, and secure a long-term future in the side there. So um, those guys will have plenty to prove. The pressure, as I mentioned, is going to be on their half, Dewey and Brook and... You know, I think one asset that Tim Sheens brings is, you know, when the Tigers won the Premiership in 2005, it was all on the back of their attack and playing an exciting, enterprising brand of football. They've got, you know, strengths um, and explosiveness all around the field here that if they can get the best out of them, I think that the Tigers side could score plenty of points. My problem with looking at this side is I don't know... um, just like last year where they were the second worst defensive team in the competition, how much pressure they can maintain. I hope that, you know, Sheens and Marshall and Farrell have really been working with the Tigers team in the off-season. It's an attitude problem for me. Um, a lot of these sides that when they're defending their line to maintain and survive constant pressure of the attacking lines and the offense uh, that teams throw at them, it takes a mentally tough team to be able to survive wave after wave. And one of the promising things that I saw on the weekend, if you look at their two trials they played this year against the Sydney Roosters, they seemed mentally up 
for that contest. And they, you know, smashed the Roosters in that first half when their key men were on the field. Um, I think that really this year, a success for the West Tigers would be making the top eight again. And I think that they've got so much potential in their lineup to do that. But it all depends um, on the, that defensive mindset and those leaders stepping up for the club. I mean, they didn't sign Appy Chorus here, Isaiah Papalihi, and John Bateman for nothing, the Tigers. They need to step up. And they need to perform to their best ability in 2023. If they can do that, then I think they can elevate the rest of their team with that professionalism. And as I mentioned, I don't think finals is out of the realm of possibility for the West Tigers. In fact, until a couple of days ago, I had them in my top eight. I've kind of reassessed a little bit since then and taken a bit of a step back. But I think, you know, for a wooden spoon side to go that far to be in contention to the top eight, I think that would be a nothing but a successful season for the Tigers. I think they've got plenty to learn as a group. They've got to get familiar with each other. Um, and I think that if we look at their first three rounds, I think it's one of the, I guess, softer draws that any team has to start the season. There is no easy games in the NRL, but these are free winnable games for the Tigers, um, in, without a doubt, in to start their season in 2023. They've got the Gold Coast Titans, which is going to be a, a huge game to end round one. It's going to be very interesting on that Sunday at 6.15. Round two, they've got the Newcastle Knights. Round three, they've got the Canterbury Bulldogs. All those sides that they're playing probably have around the same expectations for 2023 where there's a lot of potential in those squads but all those three teams coming off some disappointing seasons so it'll be interesting to see if the Tigers can at least win two of those games they can win all three I think that'll give them a lot of confidence and a lot of uh, I mean positive energy around the club there at the West Tigers and they can start the season early get some momentum on the board early I think that the top eight is well and truly possible but because there's 17 teams this year, one thing that a lot of people aren't realising is to make the top eight now, you have to win more than half your games. Usually, seventh, eighth, they're about 50%, 12 wins, 12 losses. And it's not going to be good enough in 2023. I think the West Tigers are a 10 to 12 game team in terms of wins in 2023. I feel they'll just fall a little bit short. But as I mentioned, I'm, I'm very impressed by... The signings that they've made over the past 12 months, and I think that Tim Sheens, without a doubt, is the man to help them get back on track as a club. His reputation, um, you know, at the Raiders, at the Tigers, and even in the clubs that he was at in England, um, his professionalism is stand up, and, you know, a lot of these signings that he's bringing over, they've experienced players that can add that same layer of professionalism, and if they you know, can come in with that mindset. They'll win a couple of games early. I think the top eight, very much possible for the Tigers in 2023, but I'm going to have the Tigers on my personal ladder for 2023. Steve's season preview for the Tigers, I've got them coming 10th place in 2023. But as I mentioned, a lot of positivity around Concord and around Leichhardt, and I think that the top eight definitely is not out of their own possibility for the Tigers in 2023. And I'm excited to watch the Tigers play, especially in these earlier rounds, which I have not said for a good five years. So um, the future's bright there at Leichhardt, but the foundation has to be set in 2023 without a doubt. So that was my season preview for the West Tigers and their 2023 hopes. I've still got 16 more of these season previews to go. I hope you'll stick around with me and, you know, listen to these podcasts. And, you know, I'm just a fan previewing these games. Come get excited with me. Get excited. We're nine days away from the start of the 2023 NRL season. I am pumped. I can't wait for it to kick off. And I'll be back really soon. In fact, today, which is Tuesday, um, 
with my preview of the New Zealand Warriors who finished 15 in 2023. All right, that is Steve's season preview for the West Tigers, and I'll see you next time on Steve's NRL Footy Tips.